This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, January 9th. Brought to you by Rama AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. California braces for floods. Senate committees take shape and McCarthy win is likely to open up amendment process. California is bracing for its biggest storm yet. Another atmospheric river swept through the state on Saturday night. Wind gusts to 70 miles an hour in the Sacramento Valley with lightning, hail, downed trees, and hundreds of thousands of homes without power. What to expect? Well, the Department of Water Resources and the Flood Operations Center, they're warning of the strongest storm yet from the Pineapple Express. Several rivers could hit flood stage on tonight and into tomorrow morning. Meteorologists expect widespread impacts from flooding to mudslides for small streams and creeks, streets, lowland areas, and wildlife burn scars. Flows to the ocean. While Shasta and Oroville reservoirs have a significant amount of capacity to absorb more inflow, the Sacramento River is hemorrhaging below the dams. Now, the state opened a weir to draw excess flows into the Yolo Bypass for the first time since 2017, putting rice fields that went fallow just months earlier under a couple of feet of water. The Bureau of Reclamation bumped Folsom Dam releases up to 35,000 cubic feet per second. Total flows going into the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta have been exceeding 100,000 cubic feet per second. Saving fish? Well, the attention has shifted from capturing water for the drought to shoring up the state's thousands of miles of levees and protecting endangered species. DWR Director Carla Nemeth revealed last week the administration is dialing back the pumps for delivering water south to ensure safe passage for migrating winter-run salmon. We need to ensure that a lot of the water moving into the delta actually moves through the delta and is not exported for future use, said Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot. The officials made the case for modernizing infrastructure to capture more flows, particularly building a new tunnel through the Delta with larger intakes. State Senate leader assigns committee chairs. As the 2023 session slowly gears up, Senate pro tempore Tony Atkins has filled key seats for policy committees. Senator Melissa Hurtado Bakersfield will chair the Senate Ag Committee. Former Senator Andres Borges was the sole Republican to chair the committee into the legislature, but freed up the seat for Hurtado when he decided not to run for re-election. Expect an informational hearing or two on water from Hurtado, who has led the charge in this area since 2019. An ally in water for Hurtado is Senator David Cortez of Silicon Valley. He's chairing the Committee on Labor. Leading the Natural Resources and Water Committee is Senator Dave Min of Irvine, who has supported aggressive climate measures to achieve carbon neutrality. Another strong environmental leader is Senator Ben Allen of Santa Monica, is the new chair of the Environmental Quality Committee. 
increasing snowpack, good news for Colorado River. The Colorado River Basin has seen snow over the past few weeks, which is being welcomed by the drought-parched region. But more precipitation will be needed over the winter to replenish the river's shrinking supplies. The Colorado River Basin had 139% of its median snow water equivalent on Sunday, that according to the Natural Resources Conservation Service. Now take note, California last week saw heavy rains that are expected to continue this week as the state prepares to see a relentless parade of cyclones moving across the Pacific The National Weather Service at the Weather Prediction Center says the rainfall the state has seen so far, however, has not been enough to fill California's reservoirs for their normal levels. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Rabo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.raboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo, AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. McCarthy takes charge of the House. Kevin McCarthy faces his first test as House Speaker as Republicans consider a package of rules changes, the first action scheduled in the chamber since McCarthy won the post in the early hours of Saturday. Now take note. Veteran Farm Bill lobbyists are telling AgriPulse they expect McCarthy to be forced to allow a more open uh, process of amendments when the Farm Bill is on the floor. That means that farm groups and the crop insurance industry could be forced to fight amendments that they didn't face in 2018 when the GOP leadership tightly limited what issues would be debated. Critics of crop insurance could try again, for example, to impose payment limits. One lobbyist who didn't want his name to be used said he was still optimistic of passing a new farm bill. If we articulate the needs well, I feel confident we can seize opportunities for better policies that gets us away from ad hoc disaster assistance and avoids bad amendments, the lobbyist said. You can read our report on the implications of McCarthy's prolonged speakership battle. Vilsack headlines, American Farm Bureau Convention. AFBF Secretary Tom Vilsack is in Puerto Rico for two days. Today he addresses the American Farm Bureau Federation delegates' annual meeting in San Juan. Tomorrow he tours agriculture on the island. Uh, yesterday, AFBF President Zippy Duvall announced a memorandum of understanding with Deer and Company that he said will allow farmers to identify and to repair problems with equipment themselves or with the help of an independent mechanic. Deer Executive Collis Jones says the right to repair MOU addresses existing confusion and misunderstandings around the country about Deer's policies. Now take note, the policy doesn't allow farmers to get the data that they would need to modify the equipment. 
So what's next? Well, Sam Kiefer, AFBS Vice President of Public Policy, says the Farm Bureau wants to get other manufacturers to make similar commitments. The intention of our organization is to continue the conversation with other manufacturers. We've been engaged uh, and in multiple conversations with several manufacturers, and it just so happens that the conversation with John Deere progressed to the furthest and certainly the fastest. Biden in Mexico with AMLO and Trudeau. President Biden will be in Mexico today and tomorrow for meetings with Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. White House summary of the trip did not say whether the president would raise one of the biggest trade concerns in agriculture right now, that Mexico's planned ban on biotech corn. Today, Biden and Lopez Obrador will talk about strengthening our supply chains to make our hemisphere even more competitive and to discuss our shared security, including our joint actions to address fentanyl and how we can continue to tackle irregular migration together, that the word of the White House. Well, here's today's He Said It. This state has broken under his watch. That state Senate Republican leader Brian Jones listing his top 10 failures of Governor Newsom ahead of the governor's inauguration coming Friday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, January 9th, brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.